0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the first episode of the new season of the Challenge with Killer Cam Under Construction Podcast. That will be the official name of the podcast until further notice. We <laughs> yeah. are undergoing a new brand change. Once, Once again, again, yeah. I am joined, actually in a studio, with my good buddy, Zach Dillard. Zach, how have you been?
1: I'm good. How have you been, Cam? You know, I've been all right. Uh, I
0: was supposed to graduate this semester, not graduating anymore. L- long story <laughs> we'll get into later, but... Yeah, it is what it is. We really haven't podcast since the uh, playoff prediction show for high school football, and I think I won that challenge. Not sure. We lost the papers. So <laughs> we're going to go with me winning because it's my show. Oh, really? Yeah, really. Um, other than that, let's get
1: this new show started. Let's and get it.
0: Zach, do you have any words to say before we start the new show? Uh,
1: yeah. Um, we're going under reconstruction of the show entirely. Uh we we bring on a new person when they get all their stuff figured out. And um yeah, we're gonna introduce a new title to the show. So Yeah. New title, new is under
0: construction for now. Uh we don't know what is gonna be called.
1: Actually it's uh Challenge with Kelly under reconstruction. Thank so. you for
0: the elaboration.
1: Yep. And we're also I'd like to have more
0: guest on in studio because we actually have a studio on campus that we didn't know about <laughs> to film the podcast all right yep we're gonna start this new episode new season with nfl talk mock draft we're gonna go with the nfl talk we're behind who cares uh mm. zach it's been a wild nfl season you know it seems like the nfl just hit the button as like we're king do crazy shit oh definitely uh the craziest trade in my opinion wasn't the Russell Wilson trade because I knew it was going to happen. I just didn't know where. Also, I thought Aaron Rodgers was going to go to Denver to be with his offensive coordinator.
1: Uh, I thought the same that thing. That didn't happen.
0: Uh, But the craziest trade to me would be the Tyreek Hill to Miami Dolphins trade.
1: That was crazy.
0: He is a non-quarterback, and they got the Chiefs got five first-round draft picks from him. Yeah. Non-quarterback. You heard that right. A non-quarterback. Everyone knows who Tyreek Hill is, but they got five – Total draft picks from the Tyree Hill trade. Um, Which is insane. It is insane. Then you also have, you know, free agency. You got – you don't have a lot of big moves. I mean, you have the Chargers making splashes on their defense. You got the Chargers signing all-pro corner, J.C. Jackson, stealing them away from New England. You got the, jar- the Chargers trading for Khalil Mack. Uh, to bolster that defense up front with Joey Bosa and Kenneth Murray and the linebacker.
1: And there's also like a trade that no one thought was going to happen as well as long as the Tyreek.
0: Are you talking about the Devontae Adams trade? Uh, I mean, you could say that as well. Are you talking <laughs> about the, the fifth-round pick the Cowboys got for Amari Cooper? <laughs> no, the I'm Deshaun about Watson. D- oh, Deshaun yeah. Watson. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson is officially traded. Yep. I didn't think Cleveland was going to be in the race, but they are.
1: Yeah, they definitely are. So, for
0: Cleveland, they traded the Barn for him. Now, Cleveland has to decide if they're going to keep Baker Mayfield for one year because Deshaun Watson could fea- uh, face league suspension well, for hey, his 22 civil lawsuits that are go- pending. I I've heard that they've been dropped. They've been dropped. Yeah. They could be dropped, but that doesn't mean the league might not suspend them for bringing this negative character attitude. You know, this negative shine on to the league. The league that, does not want that. that.
1: That is true. They could definitely still suspend them.
0: I, so. I could see it. Um, another crazy trade was Aaron Rodgers re-signing with the Packers yeah. just to lose his wide receiver one, <laughs> wide receiver two. Now Aaron Rodgers only has Amari Rodgers and Alan Lazard and Robert Tunyon, if he comes back healthy, to throw two.
1: Yeah. Uh, that Devontae Adams trade blew my mind. Because you're going to Frank, they franchised him, tied him,
0: and he told him, "I'm not playing under a franchise tag." And I don't blame him; I wouldn't. No, but it's not. It's only guaranteed for one year. Like look at Kurt Cousins; he played under multiple franchise tags, and like where he's at now, he's in Minnesota on his last. I think he resigned in Minnesota. Uh,
1: I think you are right on that.
0: All right. But, Zach, anything else you want to get to before we talk about our uh, mock drafts?
1: No, let's get it.
0: All right. We're going to start with me first in the mock draft. I had the Jacksonville Jaguars up. They are on the clock, and they go with Heisman Trophy runner-up, Aiden Hutchinson, edge rusher Michigan. Uh, Hutchinson, to me, he's got a high motor, great use of hands, excellent ball awareness, a knack for finding the ball. Um Yes, if you're Jacksonville, you want to get Trevor Lawrence protection, but I feel like you can get a good value offensive lineman in the second round, and put early because you have the first pick in the second round also. Yeah, uh, so I can see them going offensive lineman with the second pick, but if I were them, I would get you need help to help a
1: good young quarterback get started. You need a good offensive line.
0: Mm-hmm. You also need a good defense. Yeah,
1: I agree. And, uh, well, I'm going I'm to say this because I have Aiden Hutchins- Hutchinson as my first pick as well to Giantsville. Mm-hmm. Uh He's a freak of nature. He had a great combine, which he needed to, in- to solidify his number one uh, spot, and he yep. did.
0: So, All right. Uh, I also said this would make a top young passing rushing duo in Duval County with Josh Allen on the other side opposite of Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah. Uh, some knacks on Aiden Hutchinson is his short arms, but, I mean, if you know how to use your short arms and use your leverage to your ability, you can win Definitely. up front. Definitely. So my second pick, uh, I have the Detroit Lions and Dan Campbell. Selecting Trayvon Walker, d- defensive edge rusher, Georgia. This man, like I said, with Aiden Hutchinson, he's a freak of nature. Explo- he had a explosive showing at the Combine. He'd made huge plays on that Georgia defense that was full of playmakers on that national championship squad, and that defense was considered to be the best defense in all of college football. History, mind that, he's quick off the ball. He's a Swiss army knife. I've seen him play inside, line up on a center, bull rush the center, uh, uses twists and stunts to his ability. He has great bend. He should honestly fit nicely on the outside for the Lions if the Lions decide to play him on the outside. Uh, you know, Dan Campbell has that nasty personality, and Dan Campbell wants nasty players, and uh, Walker was that for
1: Georgia this past season. Okay, well, I, okay, let me preface this before we go any further. So, I did not, I went on what the teams needed, based on their needs. Mm-hmm. So, for me, I, for the Lions, i choose Kyle Hamilton. Safety? Safety.
0: See, I think Kyle Hamilton is the second best player in this draft, but due to him being a safety, not a corner, Well, here's my, that turns so many teams away in the top five. He, if he was a cornerback, he'd be the first corner taken.
1: Well, here's my thing. I don't see Kyle Hamilton as a DB. If, if I were Dan Campbell, I would move him into the linebacker position. He's too small.
0: He's too small. I think he's, he's too small,
1: but he's not that fast. If you look at his forty time, he went like a four or five. That's not that fast for a defensive back. Mm-hmm. So I would move him down into the box.
0: Into the box, okay. Uh, As a linebacker. So for me, I ha- now I have my first trade of this mock draft. I have the Houston Texans. Trading back to the with the Seattle Seahawks, the Seahawks trade up, give up their first and second draft round draft pick, they they receive from Denver in order to trade up and draft the first quarterback off the board, Malik Willis quarterback. <laughs> okay, I think Malik Willis is the only quarterback we're taking in the top three pick uh, with a with the top three pick in this year's NFL draft. Just I agree. His, just the hindsight looking forward. Yes, he played at Liberty, but he also played under Hugh Freeze, and Hugh Freeze is known as a quarterback genius. He, um, excuse me, you know, he, he let's, let me just get in my notes. He's a freak athlete. He's Russell w- Wilson. He's a Russell Wilson type player, which they just gave up for uh, Russ wanted out. And you know what? They can get a cheaper version of Russell Wilson out of college for five years on a cheap NFL rookie deal. Um, he makes accurate throws on the run. Very accurate. He likes to scramble outside the pocket. They have a lot of bootleg naked plays in that offense at uh, Liberty. He's an accurate deep ball thrower. He play ma- he's a playmaker that extends the po- uh his plays for the wide receiver to get open. Seattle needs a quarterback after trading Wilson to Denver, and Willis is the only quarterback worth taking in the top three. If you're Seattle, you don't go into the season with just uh, sauce. Uh, Saucy white boy, Drew Locke, uh, he grades, his average grade and pro football focus is like a 50.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, sorry. You just don't do that. No. So, uh, I do have Malik Willis going number three. But not, but not to Seattle. To the Texans? To the Texans. Here's why. M- Willis is the best quarterback in this year's draft. But the Texans are not going to get anywhere with Davis Mills. At the helm.
0: Uh, the the jury's still so, on Davis he played pretty well.
1: He did, but I if I were to the Texans, I would go get a better quarterback. This name was a in Malik Willis. Davis Willis. Davis
0: Mills, not Willis. Davis Mills was the number one quarterback in his recruiting class. Hit offers from Alabama. He's it's somewhere in there, but he had injuries at Stanford that plagued him. Yeah,
1: but I I I just feel like Malik Willis would be the better quarterback for the Texans.
0: Okay. Okay, Alright, now we're moving to the number four draft pick uh, The New York Jets are on the clock And I had the New York Jets selecting Cornerback, the first cornerback Off the board, Sauce Gardner okay. Cincinnati, uh, he's a leaked Shutdown corner, he didn't allow a touchdown in his, co- in his college career He's a physical in the run game, has 100 ta- Career tackles, 16 pass defenses And 9 career interceptions New York needs a cor- uh, CB1 Robert Sala's defenses in San Francisco thrived with a pair of lockdown corners
1: Okay, well, I have Drake London, right receiver from USC, going to New York Jets. See,
0: I was thinking Drake London. I was even thinking uh, Garrett Wilson. I think to me, Garrett Wilson is my number one receiver in this draft. He, uh, I'll get into that later, maybe yeah. in this mock.
1: Well, here is why I went with Drake Drake London as the first wide right receiver because he'll give he'll be able to have the ability to give Zach Wilson the another weapon on the outside pair him up
0: with elijah moore Mm -hmm. yeah i mean it's not i mean either either or like garrett wilson or drake london for zach wilson in new york would be good um so we'll see i like i said was it 2019 the, the 49ers went to the super bowl with their great defense they uh you know, uh, it helped. They had Nick Bosa, yeah, uh, Armstead, EJ Mosley—not EJ Mosley. They had you know Richard Sherman in the back, in the corner. I think they had someone. Else. I don't remember who else they had as corner, but I remember there was corners not giving up a lot of passing yards. And they also, you know, they came down and fit the run pretty well on the from the corners. And Sauce Gardner's not afraid to get his uh, hands dirty, uh, his pad, his jersey dirty in order to win. They didn't do a lot of losing when he was at Cincinnati either.
1: Yeah. All
0: right, Zach. Number five are bitter rivals mm-hmm. in the
1: New York Giants. Well, they're not our main rivals in the division. Come on, out
0: uh, That's true, but they're close. Um, I had the New York Giants selecting Kayvon, Thibodeau, Edge Rusher, Oregon. Uh, the Giants need big men up front on both sides of the ball. They surely can't pass up on uh, what many thought whom was the number one prospect in the draft class going into last football season in college. Kayvon Thibodeau was an explosive freak of nature in Eugene in his career. This past season he was injured, which is which is of concern for NFL teams. Also, his off-field uh, stuff like cryptocurrency and stuff like that kind of freaks some team out because it doesn't show that he's 100% into football. Uh, he's got a high motor, great bend, and use of hands to free himself from any
1: offense alignment.
0: Okay.
1: So, I went with Charles Cross, tackle from Mississippi State. Hold on.
0: You think Charles Cross is going to be the first receiver, the not first receiver, first offensive lineman taken in the draft over Evan Neal? I think so. Okay. I mean, it makes sense. Charles Cross has more experience uh, in pass protection. Oh,
1: and, and here's the thing. The Giants need that to protect uh, Danny Dimes and Daniel Jones. Yeah, but their offense has
0: shifted. Like, Danny Dimes is still the quarterback for now, but also under Brian Dable that just came from a Josh Allen-esque. No, not even Josh Allen-esque. Josh Allen, the second-best quarterback in the league. Yeah. Allen would get out there and run and run people over. Danny Dimes has shown he can run. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if Brian Dable uses that to his advantage in his new playbook. In,
1: uh, but I still think that the Giants need a guy to block for Danger. No, Adams. I agree they do.
0: That's why I said they need big men, yeah. but they can't pass up. They need big men on both sides. of the, And I, they can't pass up the best player available at this point, which is Kayvon Thibodeau, in my opinion.
1: Well, we'll get, we'll, we'll get there for me. Okay. So. I have, for number six, the Carolina Panthers are on the
0: clock. And of course, they go Kenny Pickett, quarterback Pitt. Kenny Pickett is going to be the second quarterback taken off the board. Carolina is in a win now mode. Matt Rule is literally coaching for his job. Uh, the head, not the head coach, the owner David Tepper said is basically very aggressive. He the reports were that the Panthers were in the mix, and he told Deshaun Watson's people and Deshaun Watson himself, "Hey, you're going to have say in the next head coach if this doesn't work out." Yeah. So. That's putting Matt Rule on notice. You, I think you have to go quarterback, even though the offensive line is a concern. But like I said, for the Jaguars, like the the Panthers can either easily trade back into the first round draft, first round of this draft to get offensive linemen, or they can stay where they are and get a a really good se- uh, early second round lineman. Uh, but let's see, Coach Matt Rule and company need a quarterback desperately, and they will take the second best signal caller in this draft. Pickett had a fantastic season for Pitt and that earned him a Heisman nod. The best offensive line. Wait, the uh, the offensive line is the biggest need for the Panthers. But plus, with having the fifth-year extension in your pocket, is a no-brainer to hit quarterback at number six, and have Sam Darnold as QB two. He's accurate ball. Pl- he has accurate ball placement, good decision making, sneaky athlete, and will need the pieces around him to pieces around him earlier to succeed than Malik Willis.
1: Okay, well, I went with Ikim Ikwanu for, for Ikwanu. Yeah, from North Carolina State to protect Sam Darnold because this is another situation like with the Giants in the last. Yeah, but pick.
0: Sam Darnold was like hot for the first what three games? They were three and zero. Then he started. Because uh, he, he didn't have any protection, right? I mean, that that could be it. Okay, then. Okay, that could be it. Well, we'll, we'll see. We don't know. All right. <laughs> Number seven, I have the New York Giants back on the clock. Um, I have them taking Evan Neal. This is my number Cut. one offensive lineman in, in this class. The tackle out of Alabama. I will see he'll more likely play right tackle to start off his NFL career. Um, like I said two picks ago, the Giants need massive humans to play on both sides of the ball. They give Danny Dines some much-needed protection and go get the number one offensive lineman in this draft. He's a freak athlete that can run and block downfield. Hand placement is good when initiating contact has nice control of his body and pass protection, and he played left tackle, right tackle at Alabama. But I see him fitting in at a right tackle in the NFL just to begin and slowly transition to
1: left tackle. Yep. So, remember two picks ago where you had picked Kayvon Thibodeau for the Giants? You have Kayvon Thibodeau here? I have Kayvon Thibodeau here. Okay. He's, he's a great fit for that Giants defense, and he's a freak of nature. So, that's going to make that de- Giants defensive line better.
0: I agree. So, we just flipped the picks. So. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, not really because I had Evan Neal over Charles Cross. Yeah. Um, number eight, the Atlanta Falcons are now on the clock. I <laughs> don't have them going to get a quarterback. Wow, really? I had them going to get a wide receiver. Okay. Uh, Garrett Wilson, number one wide receiver in this draft out of the Ohio State University. Wilson is the best wide receiver in this draft was the note wide receiver one at Ohio State, and ha- that, and they also have the best receiving room in the country at, a college, uh, at Ohio State. He has the ability to track the ball in traffic and come down with it. He is also versatile and can see him being used like a Debo Samuel or Tyreek Hill player in the plays in the backfield. Um, Atlanta needs to get Marcus Mariota a wide receiver one since Calvin Ridley is suspended for all the 2,022 season.
1: Okay. well. Who's the Falcons' quarterback right now? Marcus Mariota. And Marcus Mariota played pretty well for Arthur Smith in Tennessee. Okay. I went Sam Howell here, the quarterback from UNC. You think Sam is better than Kenny Pickett? Well, I'll, I'll, I'll get to Kenny Pickett here. Okay. All right. Now, the Houston
0: Texans are now on the clock via the trade. Earlier in this mock draft, I had the – Wait, wait, who do you have in this one? Houston Texans traded with the CLC Hawks. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah,
1: that's right, you said that.
0: Via trade, the Houston Texans select Kyle Hamilton, safety, Notre Dame. New head coach, Lovie Smith, gets his new shiny toy, and if Hamilton played cornerback, he'd be a top-five pick for sure. Hamilton and Notre Dame racked up 138 career tackles and seven and a half TFLs, or racking up eight interceptions. Lovie Smith's typ- uh, defenses typically have great success when they have someone that control the back half of the field, and Hamilton does that.
1: Okay. Well, I'm going back to back quarterbacks here for the C- uh, uh, Seahawks with this pick. Okay. Desmond Ritter. So, hold on. You have Desmond Ritter, Sam
0: Howell, before Kenny Pickett? Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh s- s- Ritter, Ritter is better than Drew Locke. Let's let's be honest here. And he, he had great success in Cincinnati. Yeah, but look what happened when he played Alabama. Okay. okay. That's one game out of okay, how many? Right.
0: But I don't think Ritter goes before Pickett in any instance. I could be wrong. You could be wrong. And I, you could be right. But we'll see about that. Mm-hmm. All right. The last pick that we'll go into depth about will be the New York Jets. Number ten, I have them picking Devin Lloyd, linebacker Utah. Same the Jets would like a top tier defense in to be here. The top three in the draft are already off the board. Robert Sala in San Francisco had Dre Greenlaw and Kawan Alexander. If Sala excuse me, if Solo wants to recreate that top ten defense in New York, he needs a linebacker who can go sideline to sideline. Devin Lloyd was a top two linebacker in all of college football this last season. He had great ball awareness and was able to make plays at and behind the line of scrimmage.
1: He feels a huge need for the Jets. All right. I also went Devin Lloyd here. So Okay. All right. Let's go quick fire here All right. with my 11th pick. Who you got? 11th pick,
0: I have the Washington commander selecting the second-best corner in this draft, Trent McDuffie.
1: I have Matt Corral.
0: You have four quarterbacks in the top eleven.
1: I mean, this uh, this is where I would use. There's not many quarterbacks in this draft, right? But they got Carson Wentz. <laughs> Who's hurt a lot. All right. And this is going to be a Jalen Hurts situation. Number, so. number 12. I, I got Tyler Linder- Linderbaum for the Vikings.
0: I have uh, corner Derek Stingley Jr. He would have been the number one corner in this draft if he could stay healthy after the 2019 season of winning the national championship at LSU. Um, if he's healthy and very productive, he's very productive on the field. Um, number thirteen, I have the Houston Texans via the trade of Cleveland, taking Ike um, Ike and Aku. North Carolina tackle or North Carolina State tackle. Houston needs an offense alignment to give Davis Mills some time, and Larry Mee Tunsil could be on his way out. Number four, uh, 13, Zach, I got Evan Neal. Damn, you have Evan Neal falling. <laughs> All right, number fourteen, the Baltimore Ravens. Pick George, Cart. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. I might even worry about. It. He's the edge rusher from Purdue. Uh, they need edge rusher. They need defensive line help, and wouldn't hurt to get uh, the fourth best pass rusher in the draft at number fourteen.
1: I got Devon Watt, Wy- Devonte Wyatt, going to Baltimore from the D lineman from Georgia.
0: One of those freak big boys. Okay. Um, then our rivals, the Philadelphia Eagles, are now on the clock. I have N'Kobe Dean, linebacker Georgia, going to him. <laughs> Nicobe Dean was the second-best linebacker in the class. Uh, behind Devin Lloyd, I mean, those two are uh, really close. They're very interchangeable. But Nicobe Dean goes
1: to Philly to help that linebacker core out. <sighs> Pains me to say this. I got Derek Stingley Jr. going to the Eagles.
0: I mean, they need corner help as well. Yeah. All right. I have... Um, Number 16, I have the New Orleans Saints taking the quarterback of the future. Quarterback, not, he doesn't have to travel too far. Matt Corral, Mississippi. Oh okay. Miss.
1: I got Garrett Wilson, wide receiver. Ohio they State. They also need a wide receiver. Yeah.
0: Um, number 17, I have the S- Los Angeles Chargers selecting Charles Cross tackle Mississippi State, giving more protection for uh, Justin Herbert. They did recently cut the right tackle, and I can see Charles Cross fitting in at right tackle and helping that
1: offensive line out. Uh, 17 here for me. I got Trent McDuffie, cornerback from Washington, f- to the Chargers. Okay, okay. Um, I have a trade here to announce.
0: I have the Bengals trading up from 31-18 mm. to 18 with the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, they're going to trade up to get Tyler Lindebaum, center I- uh, Iowa. They need help on the offensive line to give Joey B. more protection. He was the most sacked quarterback last year in the NFL, and it showed in the second half of the Super Bowl. They need offensive line help. And Tyler Lindell and Baum is the best interior offensive lineman in the draft. Okay.
1: This is what I did. I had two trades happening here. One, I had New Orleans trading with the Eagles for the 18th pick. Okay. And then them trading the 18th pick to the Dallas Cowboys. Okay, okay. Four, a linebacker from Georgia, N'Kobe Dean.
0: You have a lot of just trade on one pick. Okay, um, then I have the Saints getting a wide receiver, the second best wide receiver in this draft, and Drake London, wide receiver USC, to pair up with Michael Thomas.
1: Uh, now this is where the Saints f- traded for the Eagles. The Eagles are on the clock for me with Leo Chanel, Chanel, uh, I don't know how to pronounce that, uh, from Wisconsin linebacker from Wisconsin. Okay, that's all right, all right, all right. I have the Pittsburgh Steelers
0: on the clock at number twenty. They're taking a quarterback. They're going to take quarterback Carson Strong, Nevada. I, Carson Strong is my third quarterback in this draft. I got Kenny Pickett staying in
1: Pittsburgh. Oh my
0: God, you have Kenny Pickett. You have Desmond Ritter, Sam Howell before. Okay, it's your mock draft. Mm-hmm. And uh, my mock draft. Don't judge. <laughs> Jamison will, uh, will Williams will uh, go with former quarterback. Mac Jones, agreed in uh, New England. Now the the Green Bay Packers are on the clock for the first time, and they draft a wide receiver for Aaron Rodgers. They go get wide receiver Chris Olave,
1: same from Ohio State. Right, Our last picks have been on
0: number twenty three. The Cardinals are choosing Devonte Wyatt, defense alignment Georgia. They need help on the offense alignment, but I don't see an interior offense alignment like Zion Johnson would be maybe. Any consideration here, but he's more toward the late first round, later first round. Uh, you'll see here in a minute. Uh, who do you got, number 23?
1: I've got Sauce Gardner
0: going to the Cardinals. That's a fall from grace for Sauce Gardner, man. Excuse me. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys are now on the clock. Um, I have them taking tackle Berhard uh, or uh, Rainman, tackle Central Michigan. We just let go of uh, Leo Collins. We need a tackle. We also need to tackle over the future because Tyron Smith is getting old and can't stay healthy. I got Kenyon Green, guard from A and M, coming. I've seen in mock drafts. He can go there, and I would not be mad. We need to replace Connor Williams. Oh, we need yes, it. we do. I mean, that's I why I say I wouldn't be upset with get getting Green. I wouldn't be upset with Tyler Lindenbaum possibly being in play there either. We need a
1: new center. Yeah, um, Bedadish is. Yeah, um, <laughs>
0: twenty-five. We're gonna finish this up real quick. 25, I got Jordan Davis, defensive lineman, Georgia. Who do you got for 25? George Karloftis, for edge rusher from Purdue. That's who I had at 14, guys. He said it. Um, number 26, the Tennessee Titans go get uh, Ryan Tannehill, another a wide receiver weapon, and uh, Traylon Burks, wide receiver
1: Arkansas. Number 26. I got Trevon Walker, edge rusher from Georgia for okay. Tennessee.
0: The Tom Brady returning Tom Brady gets Zion Johnson guard Boston College to protect him up front. Jordan Davis. Okay. Uh, 28, the Packers. They go get tackled. Trevor uh, Panning, Northern Iowa. Panning. Panning. Panning will not have to travel very far to get the Green Bay. Though.
1: Nope. I agree. Alright. Number 29, the Chiefs. I got Andrew Booth Jr. here, cornerback from college. Well, who'd you have 28? I I said Trevor Panning. Oh, I'm sorry. We agreed on that one. Okay. You
0: said 29, you had Andrew Booth? Mm-hmm. 29, I have Jeremiah Johnson the second, edge rusher, Florida State. 30, I have Andrew Booth Jr. Who do you have at 30? Sky Moore. Replacing Tyreek Hill with a wide receiver. Yep. You got Sky Moore over Traylon Burks? It's all right. You look it up. The Eagles are back on the clock. I contemplating them trading back out of the first round just to get more picks in next year's draft. But – David Ajobu would be a top. He'd be in the top ten if he was healthy. He tore his. He ruptured his Achilles in the pro day. That's why I don't have him on my first round. But you get him for an extra five years. Like look at the Titans, two three years ago, Jeffrey Simmons, a nose tackle for him, was a top five draft pick until he injured himself. I know, but and then
1: look, Achilles is hard to come back from.
0: Uh, Cam Akers came back six months after Achilles. They said he should be ready by training camp. Um. Number 32.
1: No, training camp.
0: Training camp, yeah. That's in four months. No way. It can happen. All right, number 32. Who Who'd you have for
1: 31? uh, I have Zion Johnson, Boston College Guard. I can see it. All right, number 32, Zach. got Chad Muma, linebacker from Wyoming.
0: Okay, 32. I have Lewis, sign Georgia, safety. That completes the first round of my draft. All right, Zach, what are we transitioning to?
1: Let's transition into the NBA. All right. And what's, Cam, what's there's been some news coming out of the NBA with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Kareem comments.
0: Abdul-Jabbar. If you don't know that, look up uh, Little Dicky Kareem Abdul-Jabbar freestyle. <laughs> um, anyways, let's get on it. Uh, yeah, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar went for LeBron James. I don't remember. Do you have the comments? Can you pull them up? I can look for all comments. comments. Uh, anyways, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar went on, I think, social media and went after LeBron James. Uh, he said he should be ashamed. I think he basically said he should be
1: ashamed of himself for acting the way he does. Adil-Jabar. Well, I also saw something that he didn't mean to. He said he it was taken out of context. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, here it is.
0: Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, comments from the Hall of made. Here we go. LeBron says he should be embarrassed. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar speaking before the Lakers hosted Denver on Sunday afternoon. This was on April 3rd. The unveiling of Social Justice Trophy bearing his name again criticized LeBron James for actions he said were beneath James and said the Lakers star should be embarrassed by some of the things he's done. Crazy. Uh, He wrote critically earlier this season about James' handling of COVID-19 in public comments, supporting Andrew Wiggins' vaccine hesitancy about James' use of meme equating COVID-19 to the common cold and flu. Yeah. Um, How do you feel about that? Uh, Well, when Kareem Abdul-Jabbar speaks... You listen. You listen. He is the epitome of the Lakers. He, Magic Johnson... Brought that team many trophies in the late uh, in the seventies and eighties. Showtime Lakers. If you have also, while we're on the Showtime Lakers, we I mm. mentioned it, have you seen the HBO show on? Uh, no, I haven't. It's, the sh- it's called Showtime. It's based off a book, but you know, they make everything flashy. Dude, it's really good. Yeah, I watch it every week when it comes out. It's worth the watch. Uh, guy from Step Brothers, uh, not Will Smith. I think it's John C. Riley. Yep. Was it John C. I think it's John C. Riley. He plays Dr. Buss that bought the Lakers. It's good. It's interesting. Very dramatized. It's very interesting. Uh, I can't wait to see where it goes in this direction on that show. But, I mean, it shows what made the Lakers the Lakers and how they revitalized the NBA. Yeah. Um,
1: all right. Let's get into the, M- the NBA playoff predictions. Breaking news, real quick, right here on the podcast.
0: Well, Keanu Neal, former Cowboy safety, is reportedly joining the Buccaneers. Yeah. Dang it! Yeah, I'm very upset about it. Yeah. All right, let's get to the. We're starting the Western Conference. Uh, Who's your champion for it? In the Western Conference? Mm-hmm. We'll do uh, it that way. Oh, you want to do it that way. I mean, yeah. I have. I was going to give first round of depth analysis for real quick.
1: I don't have that, so I'll do
0: it. I'll do it for me. You can just tell me who. Okay. Um, but first, LeBron James missed the playoffs. Yes, he did. Second time since he's been a Lakers, mm-hmm. an L.A. Laker. Uh, what does it say about LeBron's legacy? Can he not he, do it
1: anymore? He is not the GOAT.
0: Does he need the pieces around him consistently to make the playoffs? Um, I mean, he had the pieces. Uh, dude, you have a really bad career shooter in Russell Westbrook. What? Nothing, well, well nothing? Before,
1: before this Russell – Russell, Russell, sorry, Westbrook. Uh, trade. He had the pieces. Mm, not necessarily. I mean, he had Dennis Schroeder
0: last year. They fell in the playoffs, got beat by the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. That eventually went on to the NBA Finals to lose to NBA champion Milwaukee. I mean, they had. They. LeBron needs sh- like high percentage shooters on the team when they traded for Russell Westbrook I was very surprised nothing against Russell Westbrook he is a great he's he's, he's, he's a fun player he's a fun player to watch you can tell his body isn't the same anymore yeah he posted two or three straight seasons of triple doubles in Oklahoma City mm-hmm. basically carrying that team to the playoffs limping that team into the playoffs to eventually get bounced out in the first round Anthony Davis is I mean, he can't stay healthy. No, he can't. When he's healthy, he's one of the best big men in all of basketball. I agree. But basketball is transitioning to a shooter's game, and Anthony Davis can shoot, but he—I mean, he's not—he he can shoot, doesn't do it at a high percentage. Yeah. And LeBron needs high persistent, high percentage, field goal makers and three point shooters. Like when he was on Miami, mm-hmm. Miami, he had Shane, uh, he, didn't have he had he had Shane Battier. No, he didn't have baddie. He had Battier for one year, I believe. He had Matt when they Miller. lost to my Dallas Mavericks, he had Matt Miller. I'm sorry, I had, throw, I had to throw. You're good. Had he had Matt that. Miller, Ray Allen, Yeah. Chris Bosh could shoot for. D Wade catch and shoot. Dwayne Wade and his semi prime could catch and shoot, make plays. Well, uh, Mario concerned. Chalmers. I mean, LeBron had shooters in Miami, and Pat Riley built that team. Yeah. And uh, you know, Rob Palinka's not building that team. I mean. he – he thinks he's booting it around LeBron. But he's not. He's failing that team. And LeBron. Bring I, back magic. God, no.
1: <laughs> All right.
0: That's it for the news. Three out of the top four teams in the conference a few years ago were the bottom of the bottom teams in the league, Zach. You know who those are? You have the Phoenix Suns, mm-hmm. the Memphis Grizzlies, yeah. and your Dallas Mavericks. Yeah. All right. I have the play-in games included in my analysis. Okay. I have the Clippers and the Timberwolves excuse me, winning the play-in game. The Timberwolves are the 7th seed. The Clippers are the 8th.
1: Okay. Now you have the
0: Phoenix Suns, the 1 seed first of the 8 LA Clippers. Phoenix is led by future Hall of Fame point guard Chris Paul, who's averaging 14.9 points a game and leads the team with 10.7 assists a game. Devin Booker is the leading point scorer for the Suns, averaging 26.6 points per game. Booker's game has improved on both sides of the court. The Suns have leadership and a nice rotation to make a Finals run again. Yeah, the Clippers got playoff P back for the playoff push, and Ty Lue, without without his two superstars, forwards, kept the team in the thick of the playing game spot. Phoenix wins the series behind Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, and Chris Paul four to one.
1: Who, who do you have in that matchup again?
0: Phoenix four to
1: one over who? Clippers. Give me the Suns. All right, number two, I had the Grizzlies and
0: the Minnesota Timberwolves. The Grizzlies are the two seed here. And the Timberwolves are the seven. The Grizzlies are led by third-year superstar point guard Ja Morant out of Murray State. The Grizz are second in the league in scoring per game. They have a point differential of point, uh, plus six. Ja Morant has lived up to the hype that he received at Murray State and during the draft process. I bet if I was a New Orleans fan, I wish I could redo the draft and take Ja Morant over Zion Williamson. Zion Williamson now. Morant leads the team in scoring with 27.6 points per game and 6.7 assists. The Wolves are a much improved team from last season because of the core nucleus and Cat, Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Edwards, and D'Angelo Russell. D'Lo. Cat leads the team in points with 24.6 points per game and 9.8 rebounds per game. Edwards is the second leading scorer on the team with 21 point, 21.1 points per game, and he leads the team in steals with 1.8. Uh, D.Lo D'Angelo Russell is averaging 18.1 with seven assists. The Grizz win the series 4 2 behind John Morant and Dylan Brooks.
1: Uh, Give me John Morant and the Grizz.
0: All right, now you got the Golden State Warriors, the number three seed versus the number six Denver Nuggets. The Golden State Warriors have the top backcourt duo in the league when Thompson is healthy. Wait,
1: wait. Golden State's the three seed? Yep. Well, that means my Mads are the
0: four seed. Golden State Warriors have the top backcourt duo in the league when Thompson is healthy. This team has built its rebuilt itself quickly. Chef Curry is still that guy and leads the team in scoring and assists. 25 points per game and 6.3 assists per game. The team has shooters in depth, shooters in depth, and plays in a solid defense since St- uh, Stephen Kerr became the coach for Golden State. I have Golden State winning that one four to
1: three. Are they playing again? The Nuggets. Give me, give me the, Golden uh, the State. Nuggets.
0: Also have uh, I think their core nucleus is coming back. Uh, Jamal Murray's coming back. Uh, Kevin Porter still
1: giving Golden State. I'm oh, still moment. taking Golden State. Yeah. That's why
0: I say four three. You also have former MVP in, uh, Jokic. Mm-hmm. and Nikola Jokic. Number four, Dallas Mavericks vs. the Utah. Uh, the Mavs winning the series. Oh uh, wait, let me give in depth real quick for you. Uh, so the Mavs are top five, uh, top ten in point uh, points scored and defensive efficiency in the NBA. Last time that happened, Zach, was in 2011 when y'all won the NBA Finals behind Dirk Nowitzki, uh, Jason Terry, and your new head coach, Jason Kidd.
1: So, let's talk about the Mavs real quick. Hold on, before you
0: get in your Mavs rant, let me give you my—I have the Mavs over the disgruntled U- Utah Jazz, four to one. All
1: right. Now let's get into my Mavs rant. You know the last time. The Mavs having had a European player with a bunch of role players around them. Um, yeah, Dirk Nowinski. Mm-hmm.
0: You know what you it was? Hey, Dirk Nowinski. 2011, I already told you that. Yeah. Dirk Nowinski and Steve Nash were also on the same team at one point.
1: Mm-hmm. With Jason Kidd at the helm this time. Give me my Mavs. Give me Luka Doncic. Give me Spencer Dinwiddie give me Dorian Finney Smith this team is going to go far how
0: we'll get i'm going we'll to We'll get into that we'll get into that now in the eastern conference you got the number 1 Miami Heat your first uh, your one seed and the two teams I have having win the play in game there I'm going to go Cleveland number 7 I'm going to say Atlanta number 8 that means Brooklyn does not make Ooh, the playoffs. Really? Uh, I don't think Brooklyn makes it because Kyrie, Ben Simmons, nor uh, KD, KD, have really got to play much. Yeah. No. So I got, <clears throat> excuse me, seven Cleveland and nine, uh, eight Atlanta. So that means Atlanta matches up with Miami. Miami has a top five coach of all time, in Eric Spoelstra at the helm. He. Him and Pat Riley have managed to rebrand that team over and over again, yeah, year you know. after year, with different kind of play. Uh, Jimmy Butler's playing pretty. Uh, Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler's playing really well. Um, Duncan Robinson's shooting b- the ball again pretty well. Uh, Tyler Hero, I think, is sh- doing pretty well. I mean, their their different point differential is four and a half points a game, plus four and a half. So I mean they're he- they're and plus they've won five in a row. I think they're hot. They're like they're really hot right now.
1: Give me the heat in that matchup.
0: I had the Heat winning against the Hawks four to two. Yeah, give me give me the Heat. Now Boston's the number two seed at forty nine and thirty Where's record. Milwaukee. They're third. Okay. Boston's uh, Boston second seed versus the number seven Cleveland Cavaliers. And that Corey Young nucleus with Evan Mobley, Jared Allen, uh, Drew Gar, Darius Garland. Hold on, i want to make sure I'm saying his name right. Uh, Colin Saxton. Uh, it is Darius Garland. Ha ha, knew it. See, guys, I ain't stupid. Hmm. Shut up, Zach. The Darius Garland is the leading goal. scorer on that team. But look at look, here's their here's the top five port scores. Darius Garland. NBA lottery draft pick Jared Allen, the NBA lottery draft pick former Texas Longhorn, Colin Saxon, NBA lottery draft pick Evan Mobley top three draft pick from last year, uh, and Lewis Markin former NBA dr- lottery draft pick international player for the Chicago Bulls. You also have Chris Levert coming off the bench giving him about fourteen points, and you also have Kevin Love coming off the bench and being giving quality. Uh, minutes and points. Coming off the bench. Yeah, he's coming off the bench.
1: I said that. <laughs> you jumbled your words there. I
0: did. Don't. Anyways. <laughs> I think it's an upset. I have Cleveland winning the series, four games to
1: three. Give me Boston. Okay. Give me Boston.
0: Take me to Boston.
1: Just kidding. Anyways. Bing Town.
0: Number three, Milwaukee. The Milwaukee Bucks, defending NBA champion with Giannis Antetokounmpo, take on my f- one of my favorite podcasters, Big Cats, Chicago Bulls, Alonzo Ball, uh, Alonzo
1: Ball, uh, fuck. Alex Crusoe Oh yeah, Crusoe's there. Gig
0: them, baby. Hey, oh, Demar Derozan too. Yeah, Demar, Demar, uh, Nikola uh, Vucevic, uh, Jamar Derozan should be an NBA uh, MVP MP consideration. You got Zach Levine. But Alex Caruso has done Caruso's m- giving him 7.4 points a game. Yeah. But he's also
1: so I mean, uh, look at He's his averaging difference. almost
0: two steals a game. Yeah.
1: So you can't count, uh, count on my guy Alex Caruso. Um, but I'm gonna go ahead and give you my pick on this one. It's Milwaukee.
0: I'm going Milwaukee as well. Uh, They're going to go four games to two. Then you got Mr. James Harden, Joel Embiid, and Doc Rivers versus the number five team of the North, Toronto Raptors. Uh, Short and simple, I think you're going to get James Harden and prime James Harden form, hopefully. I'm a James Harden fan, you know. Uh, Because it was with
1: your Rockets. Yeah.
0: (laughs) <laughs> Dude, look at this. James Harden, arguably, record doesn't. I mean, he's in a four-way tie for second place, a three-way tie for second place in the East with Boston, Milwaukee.
1: Yeah. James
0: Harden puts up points. He gets to the free throw line. He's obviously one of the better players in the NBA. Dude, and Chris Paul is playing. He's not playing like old Chris Paul, but he's doing enough to help his team and keep his team in the He's games. Going. It's upsetting for me to see them to succeed. Yeah, You know why? Because we were literally one fucking game away.
1: To playing tried. LeBron James
0: in the Cleveland Cavaliers in the NBA Finals, and we would have won. Nah. LeBron James would have not had a chance against the Rockets. That year they were playing great. You had Harden, Chris Paul, Eric Gordon, you yeah, had yeah, but
1: you got to remember Chris Ball and Harden didn't get had, along. They got Houston. along. They got along when they were winning, but when they were losing, after that they did not get along. Okay. That, okay, was, but that
0: could have changed the whole complexity the con- uh, complexity of the NBA. Like, what if LeBron and them won, not one, not two, not three, but four NBA championships in Miami instead of two. Mm-hmm. What if Dirk Navinsky wasn't a match? Hey 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 hey! I mean, <laughs> it's just a matter of what ifs. And yeah. I want James Harden to go in one. So but I think he gets round. Ra- he gets past his round. Uh, he gets past his round. 49. Are they playing? They're playing Toronto. I had them winning this
1: series. Give me, give me Toronto. All
0: right, that's enough for the. F- that's the first round. We'll get in the second round when the second round gets here. Who do you have winning? As of now, the current field.
1: Current field. Do you just want me to give you my champions?
0: Give me your Eastern Conference and your Western Conference.
1: Eastern Conference? I have the Milwaukee Bucks going back to the finals. Okay. And I have my, my Dallas Mavericks winning the Western Conference finals with... Ending in Giannis until Giannis's time on Giannis. All right, we're gonna practice this. Giannis, Giannis, ante, ante to Tocumpo. time in Milwaukee where he comes to Dallas with the Dallas Mavericks winning the finals. All right, I knew that was gonna happen. <laughs> um. Luca, magic, baby.
0: All right, out of the East, I'm going to rock. Ooh, excuse me. Out of the East, I had the Philadelphia 76ers coming out. You can't win with just James Harden. if Joel Embiid, Tobias Harris, Seth Curry. That no, wait, you don't have Seth
1: Curry. Yes, yes, they do. No, Seth Curry's no
0: longer. He's on He's on Brooklyn. They was tra- part of the trade, I think. Really? I'm going to go look at the roster real quick. Of Brooklyn.
1: Cause Seth Curry's father-in-law is Doc Rivers.
0: Yeah, he's not. Yeah, he's on Brooklyn. I knew it. So look, let me go all give right. you the roster. Gonna... F- since you said you just can't win with James Harden, all right. Let me go tell you, Philadelphia.
1: Hey, that's just my opinion. No, I know, but you're, it's you a can't dumb, change my mind it's, about it's a it.
0: Mean one. All right, you have Joel Embiid, Danny Green, James Harden, Tobias Harris. Uh, f-
1: give me the ages of them.
0: You want the ages of Harden? Mm-hmm. Harden, 32. Danny Green, 34. Tobias Harris, 29. Joel Embiid,
1: 28. Okay. Um, I still don't think they're Mar-
0: good. Uh, Matisse, Thibel, 25.
1: Okay. I. Uh,
0: my point's gone now, so. Mm, crazy. <laughs> well, you know who the leading scorer is on the 76ers?
1: James Harden. No. Joel Embiid. Yeah,
0: with 30 points a game. So your top five, uh, four, top five scores. Well, it's crazy. Steph Curry is still your top, sc- one of your top scorers, and he's not even on the team anymore. So you got Joel Embiid, James Harden, Tobias Harris, and you have Tyrese Maxey out of Kentucky, point guard. Um, I have the 76ers in the finals against John Morant and the Grizzlies.
1: Jaw, baby, John ain't gonna do nothing. I got John
0: Morant going. I would love to see John Morant in the finals and dunking on freaking Joel Embiid. <laughs> uh, so I got the Grizzlies winning that series, four games to two. Okay, Zach, we're gonna step into your wheelhouse. Yes, we are. All right, tone it down there, Sally.
1: <laughs> oh man, opening day is tomorrow, Cam. Mm.
0: Oh. Who had the team winning the World Series last year in this podcast?
1: My guy, right here, Cameron Tucker.
0: I have, if you're new here, I had the Atlanta Braves
1: versus the White Sox.
0: I was one team away from being a complete perfect playoff, yeah. complete season. Oh, I would say yeah, season. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so I had the Braves winning, but the Braves. All right, we're, we'll get there. I'm gonna let Zach do his. Talk first.
1: Yeah. Opening he loves day is tomorrow. He- I, I do. Ba- opening day is tomorrow, and I am excited after three months of a lockdown, give or take. Mm-hmm. Um, 96 days of the lockdown. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's finally, finally here. And our Texas Rangers made some big moves, but we'll get there. Alright, so, let's start off with MLB predictions for each division. I got... Go ahead. Just hit my wrist. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I My winner for the AL East is the Tampa Bay Rays, followed by Toronto, Boston, New York, and Baltimore. Say it one more time. And my AL East... Standings for how it's going to finish. It's going to be Tampa, Toronto, Boston, New York, and Baltimore.
0: Mm-hmm. That's
1: crazy. Who you got? I'm going with
0: the Toronto Blue Jays, one. Crazy. Uh, Rays, two. Yankees, three. Red Sox, four. And
1: the Orioles, five. Okay. Now, AL Central. I've got Chicago White Sox... Minnesota Twins, Kansas City Royals, pause right here. I got to say, congratulations to Colleyville Heritage, great Bobby Witt Jr. for making it to the show this year as the third baseman for the Kansas City Royals.
0: So. And who's the idiot in this fucking podcast sold his goddamn rookie card way too damn
1: early? And who told you not to do Shut it? Shut up. We're not doing no, it. No, no, no. No, 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 no. My next f- f- no. four Detroit, five Cleveland right. for me. Cool. All right. <laughs> I'm just saying, Cam, you shouldn't have
0: done it. One I told you not shush. to do it. One White Sox, two Royals, three Tigers, four Guardians, and five Twins. All right.
1: Now, Al West.
0: If you say the Rangers I'm gonna reach across this table right now and slap you.
1: Number one is the Texas Rangers.
0: You're like you were around expensive fucking equipment.
1: Here's why. Look at the moves the Rangers did. To bolster their offense. You got Corey Seager. You got Marcus Simeon. You got Cole Calhoun. Didn't mean shit when you can't fucking
0: pitch the ball across the play with y'all getting yanked. Okay. Daddy yanked across. We, we got John Gray, hard.
1: Martin Perez, and then followed by young guys. <sighs> Number two for me is Oakland. Three is Houston. Houston's on the decline. And they just lost College Correa. Four, I got Seattle, and five Los Angeles Angels. Okay.
0: That's what you're going with? Your final answer. You cannot yeah, go back. That's my final answer. Final answer. Are you sure? Yes. To bring up John Gray, um, Zach. He's in a more friendly ballpark for him. Now. He's got a career war of 11.1. 53-49 win loss r- record. You know what his career ERA is?
1: Doesn't
0: no, any guesses what his career ERA is? Over four. Four point six ERA, career. Okay. I don't like it. We don't have pitching to compete in the division. And you know what? I could be wrong.
1: They can, could be in the. Fu-
0: you're definitely going to be wrong. They could
1: be in the fucking playoffs in
0: fucking eight months.
1: And I will be there. To rub it in your ginger face.
0: Why are you going to rub I mean, I Yes, I, I want them to be in the playoff, but I'm thinking more realistically right here. So am I. All right. I'm going. Oh, it's going to kill me. It won't. I have the Angels winning the division. If T- uh, Shohei Atani and Trout can get healthy, and Syndergaard, their newly acquired right-handed pitcher, can stay healthy, John Madden can get this team playing, and they can win the division. The Astros' second. They're my wa- one of my wild card teams. Mariners, third. Athletics, fourth. You have us finishing last again? I have us finishing last again. And I, who was right about us finishing last last year? Me. Who was wrong? Yeah. Silence. We're not going to go there. We're not going to go there. Oh, they're going to be uh, number two in the league.
1: Yeah, anyways. I'm not going to go there, Cameron.
0: Anyways, I have... The Rangers finishing last. I don't see it happening. National League East. Uh, I'll start. Okay. I'm going with the Phillies. Really? They added weapons. And on the offensive side, they got Nick Castellanos, uh, Reese Hoskins. They have Kyle Schwarber. They have former MVP Bryce Harper, which you should trade me in Major League Fantasy Baseball. I don't have
1: them. thought you did. Never nope. Mind.
0: All right. Uh, I
1: have the Phillies. i Tanner. Don't even get me started. Phillies one, <laughs> <Philly's> one <laughs>
0: Braves two, Mets three, Marlins
1: four, Nationals five. I've got the Mets one, Philly two, Braves three, four Washington and five Miami. The
0: reason I I, I want to put the Mets two or three two or one like they're like it's a, it's gonna be a close race mm-hmm. but the Mets are missing the best arguably arguably right now the best pitcher in all of Major League Baseball Jacob DeGrom and DeGrom for two months yeah and they also lost Bats that's true they are in the trade hunt for Eric Hosmer 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 Makes no sense, but apparently I didn't. I lived under a rock. The universal DH rule yep. is in effect now, so that's cool. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: uh, here, here's my thing with the Middle East you have two champions in there, with Washington and Atlanta. Washington has slid off a lot since they won, and I fear Atlanta is going to do the same thing. Because they lost Freddie Freeman.
0: Well, Colby, if you're hearing this, uh, Zach doesn't have y'all making
1: the playoffs, it
0: seems like. So you can uh, take it up with him. Colby, totally. don't do it.
1: You said Colin. No, I said Colby. Okay, it's fine. Colby, do not
0: do it. All right, National League Central. I got. Are you ready? Mm hmm. Got the Cardinals. Really? They got hot last year. That's Ms. true. M- they didn't miss the playoffs. They were in the playoffs. I think. Well,
1: here, here's the thing. Pull holes is back. Would be nice for the, the big three are back.
0: The story would be nice for the big three to f- end it with a yes. World Series win. I, mean, I don't it think there
1: would be a story, but I don't
0: think it's going to happen. Like, honestly, I'd like to go the to Brewers, but the Cardinals seem more like a story opportunity. Like, oh, ah. he went against the grain and chose the Cardinals. to so in the NL Central, he looks like a genius. I am. I picked the World Series winner last year. Lucky chance, dude. No, it was not. Okay, it really was lucky because the Braves were for a while. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Cardinals one, Brewers two, Cubbies three, Reds four,
1: Pirates five. I got Brewers one, Cubbies two, Cardinals three, Reds four,
0: Pit five. You know, I mean the Cubs would be. N- could be number two, mm-hmm. and I say could. Be. those they, three teams are going to be in a race. Yeah, they always are. Yeah, uh, just depends what David Ross has up his sleeve mm-hmm. as a manager. All right, out in the West,
1: I went with Padres last year. <laughs> How'd that work out for you? How'd looked, that work out for you? I looked
0: right for a while there. You did. You, you did. Then the Dodgers and the Giants. Then the Giants from I'm, nowhere. Like from they down, ran I had them last. They ran in like it was wrestle fucking mania and like <laughs> cashing in the money in the bank, like, oh here's my cash in for hundred fucking wins. Best record in all of baseball. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. I'm like, whoa, bro, where did you come from? Yeah. So <laughs> I'm going Dodgers one, Padres two, Giants three, Rockies four, and
1: d backs five. I, I guarantee you that's exactly the same ratings you had last year. No,
0: I had Padres 1, Dodgers 2, Giants.
1: I think I had Giants 4, Rockies 3. I had the Dodgers 1, Giants 2,
0: Padres 3,
1: Colorado 4, Diamondbacks 5.
0: All right. All right. So, there's three wild card spots this year. Mm -hmm. Uh, Wild card 1, Astros. Wild card 2. Let me look at my winners, or second place teams. I had raised wild card two.
1: Okay.
0: And I had wild card three from
1: uh. Is this the American League one? Yep. From the Central.
0: I have. Did I say the twin? Uh, the twin second.
1: Yeah, I think so. I don't remember. I really should have wrote these down. No, no, you had Kansas City too. I did Kansas yep. City to getting the last wild card spot.
0: Okay, um, winning the wild card two three matchup. Um, I have the Rays over Kansas City.
1: Okay. I got Toronto, KC, and Houston as my wild cards. Okay. Okay. Uh, two and three, it's going to be between Toronto and. Who did I say? I don't remember. Twins. I think I said twins. Uh, it's gonna be the twins. Okay.
0: All right. Wild card for no particular order: Padres, Braves, and the car. Uh, in the, fuck, and the Brewers. Um, I have the Braves over. I mean, I would have the Brewers over the Braves. Uh, an AL pennant. I have. The Blue Jays winning it all in the AL. Okay. Dodge, uh, and not the fucking Dodgers, God, no. I have,
1: have Padres that. winning the pennant,
0: coming from the wild card and winning the pennant. World Series champion, I'm going with Toronto. Okay.
1: Sorry, Colby, you're not repeating this year. You're an Out <laughs> of the American League. Yes, this is gonna make me sound like a homer, Homer, because I am a homer.
0: Damn, I didn't even think of the I had the Angels, but it doesn't matter. They they lose to the Blue Jays in the pennant.
1: I've got the Rangers winning the pennant. I'm a homer, Cameron. Shut up.
0: I pulled it's Mike Singletary. <laughs> I threw my damn hat in
1: blasphemy. <laughs> you know I have, I have the Giants winning the pennant this time. With the world series being 2010 world series m- matchup
0: i swear to god you say the rangers win i'm gonna i'm literally gonna slap you
1: rangers win
0: <laughs> <laughs> ow fucking idiot all right email <laughs> the mvp i'm going with shohei ohtani mm. in the in the al in the nl i'm going to go with Really I would you just rock with Christian
1: you know, let's screw it. Be a bounce back season. I got Col- Cody Bellinger winning the NL MVP. You think he has a bounce
0: back year? Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: And the final hump for Marcus Simeon happens this year. Doing the hump hump and doing the hump Stop. Marcus Simeon finally gets over that hump of being in third place for the past two years. MVP. Such a goddamn homer. All right. I, I I even told you I was a homer. You didn't. You admitted. All right.
0: We have... So suck it. Like 15 minutes left yep. in the recording session, all right? So, let's talk about what we watched this weekend. Oh, yes. Wrestle Fucking Mania, Mania a two-day event spectacular, hosted in the home of the Dallas Cowboys, AT&T Stadium, mm-hmm. Jerry's World. World. All right. My top five matches. All right. Number one match of the weekend was Cody Rhodes returning to face Seth Rollins. That match was per, had great spots. Cody Rhodes doing his old Stardust gimmick, hitting the Bionic Elbow, bringing you back memories of his father wrestling in Dallas, The American Nightmare. The American Nightmare, dude, when the lights went dark and he said, "There's more than one royal family." He, professional camp, wrestling. If
1: you were there, Cam oh, went nuts. I started
0: singing that song by Down Straight Kingdom. Get it on Spotify or iTunes, dude. I've, I fucking call. I told Zach. He he two did, days he, before. I was like Cody no, Rhodes no, versus the day. Oh, whatever. I said Seth Rollins versus Cody Rhodes. He WrestleMania got Night One. We called it. Night. Okay. That was match number one for me. Had great spots. Great finish. Sets up a great story does Cody Rhodes go after the head of the table Roman Reigns for the unified WWE Universal Championship? No, he not yet. he got to I think he should go, he should fight Edge, then the winner of that match those matches go to face Roman Reigns. Um number 2 match for me was Bianca Belair versus The Man Becky Lynch before Cody Rhodes Seth Rollins that was match number 1. Like it was great It sp- was crazy. Great spots. You know, pure athleticism from the women. Becky Lynch is a true performer. So is Bianca Belair. They both main evented WrestleMania. I mean, hey. And Becky Lynch lost. Like, the interest was cool as fuck. Like, yeah. Texas Southern played Bianca Belair out. Becky Lynch came in an uber black. That um, was so cool. I thought that was the coolest shit ever. Yeah. Uh, but the match had great, uh, great spots. I thought Bec- uh, Becky was going to tap to her own finisher, Disarmor. Uh, then Bianca Belair hit her with the GOD. I mean, it was a good match. Can't go wrong. That was match number two. Number three for me was uh, was the segment between Stone Cold Steve Austin Stone and Kevin Stone. Owens. Kevin Owens is probably one of the better wrestlers in all professional wrestling right now. Uh, he, he didn't look like it. Yeah, but he. I mean, he you have to be a damn good. Kicked. You have to be a damn good wrestler in order to get. Uh, Stone Cold to come out after 19 years yeah so just show that Stone Cold trusted Kevin KO Kevin Owens enough to do a no uh, an no unsanctioned hold, ma- yeah. no hold bar unsanctioned match but at Wrestlemania and you should have seen Zach laugh like a fucking child guys I'm not shit you not in the spot where <laughs> Kevin Owens goes to hit Stone Cold with a steel chair misses and then bounces back and hit him with yeah. off the rope that was funny pure, pure entertainment uh, that was number three so you're saying okay you have three matches from night one mm-hmm. any from night two yes night two the four-way tag team match for the women's tag team championship uh the teams they they were really good i, I, I would say really good the the best team that made the most sense to me like character wise was Sasha banks and naomi they ended up winning mm-hmm. but they were in and out tagging each other tag team moves left and right I, their tag team finisher with the uh, spine the fa- front-facing face buster to the code br- uh, code breaker was really nice uh, i thought it was a great spot like it p- shows the women's pure athleticism their bring prowess showed everything like it was a very entertaining match from start to bottom um that's match
1: number four. And I swear to God, if you say Pat McAfee here, I'm wishing Costas table slapping you.
0: Number five is not Pat McAfee. I'm a huge Pat McAfee guy. Match was okay. wasn't one of the top five of WrestleMania. Uh, Sami Zayn, Johnny Knoxville, just for the pure entertainment, <laughs> was number five. <laughs> we man, uh, pa, uh David Porter. the whole the the whole Jackass yeah. crew came out. Uh, Pontius was showing his butt cheeks. <laughs> you know, they they just pulled basic jackass shit at WrestleMania. It was funny. We Man Body Sam Xami Zayn. That was funny. That was funny. Like I said, from a pure entertainment standpoint, that was the top five match. Honorable mention uh, would be. Would be. No, oh damn. AJ Styles and Edge was a good one. It should be It's number five. Sorry, I'm flipping it. AJ, Edge and AJ Styles is number five. Jackass crew versus so, so Sami Zayn is, is, is the honorable mention. Edge and AJ, great storytelling by the wrestlers. Uh, AJ is one of the best in-ring performers of his generation. Phenomenal one. He is the phenomenal one. Edge, in his own right, is phenomenal. Literally reinventing himself after a Hall of Fame career is kind of hard to do. Yeah. Like he is playing into this sadistic cult leader now.
1: Yeah, like it, well, it, it was kind of changed sadistic. his.
0: Entra- changed his entrance song, everything. Oh, dude. Yeah. Edge is psychotic, and he, he, he picks his points. And he brought the best out in AJ. AJ brought the best out in Edge. i like to see where this rivalry goes. It looks like it's going to continue. Yeah. Uh, Worst match was the main event of night two. Really? I didn't like it. The matches, their styles are too fucking similar. Similar to me. They... Are both heavyweights. They're both fucking bruisers. They're both going to suplex you, spear you, fucking choke you out.
1: I mean, break it your like arm. Brock Lesnar was going to win that
0: match. Dude, Brock Lesnar's a beast. I, I told you Brock Lesnar was not going to win the match. I said it makes no logical sense to have a universal, unified champion.
1: I just hate the way that they put Roman as the heel. Dude, Roman as a heel is the best Roman. I don't want to
0: see Roman face ever fucking again, dude. I'm dead serious. I do not want to see Roman face. He makes a perfect heel. I don't want he's to. on God mode. He's a good performer when he's going against other people, not his style. Yeah, I, I, when you go I, against Brock Lesnar, there's not much you do, can do. Yeah. Your big spot when you go against a guy like yourself, Roman, versus Brock Lesnar, is a spear through the barricade. Like, what, Look at um. Cody Rhodes' Seth Rollins. Like they did a lot of athletic shit, like reversal of pedigree to the to the uh, crossroads or the Co- Cody jumping off the goddamn springbo uh, springboard into the diamond uh, the Cody Cutter he, and you know jumping through the rope. You don't get to see that when Roman goes against Brock because it doesn't fit their character. Yeah, that's my worst match. It was a good match, but it wasn't the best. It was the worst in my opinion. I just enjoyed it. You had fun. Uh, Zach made a TikTok. Not going to show it to people unless you want to see it. No. You get at me on uh, no. Instagram mm-hmm. or Twitter.
1: Please don't. I might,
0: out of funniness, I might send it to you. I also did one, but nine is not as good. As His Zach's. is terrible. Oh, yeah. Zach's hands down 100% better than
1: me. And we did a little scene during night one as well. Yeah, I might post
0: that because it's kind of fun. Oh, and Zach, best part about... Last weekend for me was when Duke lost and Zach started
1: crying. I didn't cry.
0: Oh, he cried. I was laughing hysterically. <laughs> I if I can play the audio the
1: No, mic. please don't. Please don't.
0: It's not the video, it's just the, it's just the laugh. <laughs>
1: mm. <gasps>
0: Did make my fucking night. It was so funny. And here's a little backstory Zach needed Duke to win the national championship to win his video coordinator bracket challenge. I
1: did. I did. Who ended up uh, winning that? Not you. No, that wasn't me. Well, who won? I've
0: got my yet. Also, any ladies listening to this? No, no, Don't do this. Zach is on Tinder and Hinge. You and see Bumble. him? Oh, shit. Bumble's new to me, man. Shit, okay. Anyways, if you see Zach, swipe right. If you swipe left, just don't tell me you swipe left because I will be mad. But swipe right.
1: Please don't. Please Please swipe swipe right and say,
0: Cam sent me. Cam sent me.
1: Please don't. All right,
0: that's going to be it for the
1: first episode of this season. Zach? We'll probably come up with some more stuff to end the show. No. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh, so, Zach, we're going to end the show. Do you have a quote? No? Damn. No, I don't. Zach's Corner will be coming back to you. No, maybe. We might reinvent it. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> but this is the end of this episode. Thank you all for rejoining. If you like, please leave a like and share. We need more f- listeners. Thank yep. you.
1: Thank you.